It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another great episode of the podcast. I am so happy to be doing this. I am recording this as I'm about to go on a wonderful summer vacation, and I'm so excited for that, but I'm also excited for you to experience this great episode, this interview that I did with Audrey Pickering. Audrey's a newly certified life coach um, who focuses entirely on helping you break up with perfectionism. So today, the topic, of course, must be perfectionism. You out there might not think it's something that you struggle with, you or you might think that it is something you very much <laughs> struggle with. I don't know where you're at, but all I can say is I believe that's a topic that all of us must like internally reflect on how we are doing when it comes to our perfectionist tendencies, really the tendency to associate and quantify our worth with our actions, with our performance, with how we show up towards other people, with how other people feel about us. And therefore thinking that we have basically all this control, all this power and all this pressure to be a certain way for everybody else's sake, as well as for our own success. And so today we talk all about how do we break up with this concept? First, why do we do it? Um, why is it so enticing to be you know, kind of in that mindset? Even when we fully understand it's not helping us, um, how do we break up with that tendency and really logically understand it, but also kind of like intuitively like embrace that um, idea into our mind and then really implementing how it can change your life and how to like build up, you know, a free from from, eh, perfectionist mindset, just like that sentence. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, it's fine. Like things are not going to turn out perfectly, but doing them anyway is amazing because so many things that you might be holding yourself back from because you think I'm not good at that yet or I, I need to be better at this thing. Like I can't, you know, run that marathon or I can't apply for that job. I'm not good enough yet at that. Or like I can't ask that person out. They wouldn't even like want to talk to me. Like all of this is truly stemming from like a lack of vision about our self-worth what it truly means to have inherent worth. And I'm not going to spoil it anymore. Like you got to listen to this. It is amazing. Audrey has some great insights. You should definitely go check her out after listening to this, especially if you gain something from it. But before we go into that, I want to give a quick shout out to someone who left a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. Of course, if you leave a review, you get a chance to have it read. If you leave it on Apple Podcasts, if you leave it on Spotify, you get to leave a star, uh, which is also great. I just can't shout you out. So maybe just send me a message and I'll shout you out. So this one goes out to Fake Grass, five out of five stars. He says, I love listening to new episodes. My cousin recommended it. Great podcast. You know, short and sweet. Uh, thank you, Fake Grass. I love the name, first off, as well as thank your cousin, I guess, because um, I got to thank both of you. I <laughs> don't know how you found it, but I appreciate it greatly. Um, your support means everything. And of course, like you helping, you know, kind of support me is also indirectly helping support, hopefully, lots of other young adults out there because I believe, you know, just like me, I would have loved to have this resource if I only knew about it. And so I, you know, decided to create it as you already know. So, um, before we get into it real quick, I just also want to give a quick shout out, you know, it's the end of the summer school will soon be approaching. Um, or some of you who are in school, you're just starting your new jobs and you know, soon you'll be in the thick of it. Soon you'll might be in the mental spinning of, you know, am I good enough? I mean, you might reflect on this episode about perfectionism and wonder, Hmm, like something needs to change. Like I want my college experience to be different. I want my dating effort after college experience to be different. I want to find that purpose again. And and that's really the whole point of the free coaching call that I offer. I want to give you guys basically that, you know, that help now in just 30 minutes to be able to free yourself of pressure, to free give yourself confidence, to identify the areas where you feel insecure and 
help you recognize it's not the world outside of you and it's not something inherently wrong about you. It's just a thought. It's just a lie that you have going on in your head that's preventing you from experiencing the thing that you ultimately desire. And let me tell you, it's totally attainable. And so with the free coaching call, we'll help you identify that. We'll give you some principles. We'll coach you through it. You'll have an aha moment. It's going to be amazing. And so I want to bring that up, that it's always available to you now. And um, as you know, summer is going to be coming to an end, Like I really want you to think about it and really consider if this is something that you want for yourself. And even if coaching then after that is the option for you to get that change that you are looking for, because I promise it is available to you. So without further ado, let's introduce Audrey Pickering and get on with the episode. All right, everybody, I have an amazing episode in store for you today. So today I have um, the latest and greatest guest on the podcast. This is Audrey. Audrey Pickering? I don't think I've ever said your last name. Is that right? That is correct. You got it. Okay, good. Looks just like how it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that makes it nice for me. Um, well, I'm happy to have Audrey on because, well, one, um, Audrey, I guess the first time we, I met you was you were, I think, either in one of my classes, like one of my webinars, probably like forever ago. And well, it seems like forever is probably only like a year. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. um, and it was cool because like, you know, we've communicated a couple times, talked about life coaching stuff, how amazing it is. And, now, I mean, I'll let, you know, you introduce yourself, but really we're having you on the podcast, one, because you have an amazing topic to talk about, but two, you have just recently been certified at the same life coach school, the life coach school as me, um, I, what, like a week ago, two, a couple, it's pretty soon. Recently. Yeah, beginning of this month, wow. beginning of June, so yeah, wow. fresh and, out. Yeah, how does it feel, you know, feeling? <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. I like, it's one of those things. Like when I stumbled across life coaching, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be a coach. I know it's going to happen. I think I thought it was going to happen later, but so I'm kind of still taking in that. Oh, whoa, that just happened. (laughs) But yeah. So it's like, I've known it's going to happen, but definitely still just like sitting in the newness and the awesomeness that is. Yes. Being a life coach. Enjoying this, keep enjoying it, I would say, because it's awesome. And it doesn't go away, the awesomeness. It, you know, you just get more experienced as it. Um, <laughs> yes. But I totally feel you there, you know, becoming a life coach earlier than expected. I mean, me being, you know, a young adult coach myself, I totally get it. So, um, and we're happy to have you part of the club, but not just life coaching. There's a lot more to you. So introduce yourself. Tell us everything that you know, you want us to know about yourself. Absolutely. So like Caleb said, I'm Audrey Pickering. I am a life coach. I, um, I coach people on perfectionism, breaking up. I help them break up with perfectionism and find confidence and self-love. I'm also a musician. I recently graduated with my bachelor's degree in organ performance from the University of Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Um, so I'm in Kansas. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> You've never heard of KU? Oh my well, I've gosh. heard of Kansas. I've heard, of, I've just Rock Chalk, what? K-Hawk? Oh, Rock oh, Chalk Jayhawk. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. we say down here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's way better than yeah. what we thought, So. Yeah, so music also plays a big part of my life. I also play the cello, so organ, cello, piano. Love doing all things music. Um, I love coaching, obviously. (laughs) I decided to certify as a coach. It's helped me in so many ways in my life, and I am just excited to share all of the wonderful things that it has helped me Um within my life with those around me. Awesome. You know, that's just, well, first I love the music side of it. Cause I myself was going to be a performance major. So I definitely yes. vibe with, you know, well, I was violin, but I definitely respect the cello and obviously the <laughs> organ. So congrats. Awesome for graduating. Cause that's not an easy thing 
Thank so, you. Good for you. What is your plans with like, do you know yet? Obviously, that's such a loaded question that I talk about all the time. But <laughs> do you have like an aspect of like where you're going? Or are you just enjoying, you know, where you are right now? Yeah. So I'm actually going to start grad school in the fall. So I thought I would leave Kansas, but I'm actually staying in Kansas. So I'm going to do a master's in organ performance at at KU Um, and then keep doing coaching, obviously. And we'll just see where life takes us. I'm a huge planner and I've had to learn that sometimes you just can't plan everything. So I'm like, you know, we're going to go to grad school, going to keep coaching and we'll just see what happens from there. Yeah. Well, I love it. I think that's awesome. I mean, I wish you the best and I think obviously great things are going to keep on happening, whatever happens. Cause like you said, yeah, uh, I used to be a big planner and now I'm like, I like to plan, but I'm also very comfortable with the idea that it might not at all look like <laughs> what I anticipated because currently it does not look like what I anticipated. So, right. uh, you know, so we're just rolling with the flow and it's always great. So, and I imagine that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. So I wanted Audrey to come on one to just share how amazing she is, but also because I believe she has a great message about perfectionism. It's something that we've touched on um, as you listening know, hopefully um, I have a couple episodes about it, but I feel like it's a topic that continues to come up. I get to coach, you know, I still coach clients a lot where that aspect of like our humanity kind of comes up with this desire of like, we wish we were just perfect all the time. And, and I wanted to have, you know, more of an expert, so to speak, or, you know, someone in their declared niche to talk a little bit more about this. But first, I guess I'm curious about why perfectionism. Why breaking up with perfectionism for you, Audrey, is like the thing that people need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a recovering perfectionist and struggled with perfectionism for years and just a lot of needless suffering. I look back at my past self and I just want to give her a hug and be like, it's okay. You can love yourself. <laughs> um, and so I really just struggled for years with perfectionism. And I kind of thought, you know, I when I kind of found out about like perfectionism, I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. And I kind of took pride in being a perfectionist, if that makes sense. It's like, oh, poor me. I have such high standards and, oh, you know, I care so much and, oh, poor me, I'm a perfectionist. And as I found coaching and really started applying some of the principles that this work teaches and started actually accepting myself and loving myself and really breaking up with perfectionism, I started to see that, oh, I can actually enjoy my life more. Like I don't have to beat myself up. Like just all these things that I thought I had to do, um, I realized I was just suffering needlessly. Mm. And just being able to experience that kind of transformation and just like, even just thinking back of like how I would talk to myself back when I was just chained in perfectionism versus now where I, you know, I still have to manage it. Obviously I'm not, (laughs) I'm not perfect, you know, and (laughs) and I'm okay with that now because I've broken up with perfectionism, but um, just being able to see that change in that contrast, I, And I know that there are, you know, other people that are struggling with that and being able to offer that help and support and show them that there is another way to experience life and you do not have to be chained by perfectionism. That is why I decided to have perfectionism be my my niche. It's the thing that I think coaching has helped me the most with in my life and I can relate just so well with it and so that's why i decided perfectionism for for the niche well that's great i mean i think that's 
first off, great story. You know, your life is inspiring in that way because one, I, I relate to that myself being like, I don't know. I think it's something that just, it might be a music thing. It might just be a human thing. I really think it is at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yes. (laughs) But um, I think especially, you know, it's easy to get so in your head about like this idea of like, you know, wanting it to just be perfect or having this idea of something being perfect. In fact, I loved what you said about like, you almost took pride in it. Because I was like, oh, I kind of actually <laughs> relate a little bit to that. Right? I was like, oh, interesting. So why do you think that is? Like, I, I mean, I think, you know, it's easy to use it as a badge of honor. It's easy to like, you know, it's it's when you're a victim in those situations, you get pity from other people as well. But mm-hmm. what is your take on sort of this idea of, you know, perfectionism almost being used as like, a badge of pride, a badge of like, I am this kind of person that's better, so to speak. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with um, equating perfectionism with high standards and high expectations and and just like being driven and caring and wanting to be successful. I think, and I don't know if this is just like kind of a cultural like, norm or whatever but I think a lot of the times we equate perfectionism with with those things with having high standards with um being successful with being really you know driven and getting things done and doing them really well and not being a slacker and so I think because of that that's why at least I kind of took honor in it. It's like, well, I have these really high standards and I'm going to demand a lot of myself and those around me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's why I at least kind of wore it as a badge of honor. I think I also, I used it as like, this is motivating me to push myself more because I have these really high standards. And I thought of it as like a, you know, a, a good thing because it was giving me some motivation. Um, And for me, at least I felt like I had to prove my worth with doing things and doing them really well and doing them perfectly. And so part of even just like the idea of like self-love and self-acceptance, I like flat out refused to do that. I'm like, no, I'm not going to love myself. That's, well, first off, I thought that self-love was prideful, which that's a, oh my gosh. If I could just tell myself, no, self-love is not prideful. If there's one thing, like, please just love yourself. But I was genuinely afraid that if I loved and accepted myself, that I would not be motivated to change and do better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I have to hate myself. I have to beat myself up. I have to be a perfectionist and have these really crazy high standards because if I don't, then I'm I'm not going to be motivated to change. I thought I had to use it to to be motivated to continue to progress. And I thought if I dropped that and just decided to love and accept myself, that I would just I'm like go and do bad things, and I would I wouldn't want to change anymore. So that's one reason I held on to it for so long is just because I thought that I thought it was a good thing, even though I was needlessly suffering so much. Right. And and I like that idea of just like, you know, we it's it's I mean, it's it's sort of innocent in a way that we kind of like we want it so badly, like because we have this such a noble desire in it. Mm-hmm. But I think obviously the only reason we're talking about it is because of how I imagine the negative consequences that come up from it are. What are some of those negative consequences that are you've seen in, you know, the people you've coached and yourself um, specifically? I think we've touched on a few, but just to highlight some reasons why, you know, perfectionism doesn't work, <laughs> why it's why it's holding us back ultimately. <laughs> right. Why break up with it? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So, um, yeah. So, the negative things that perfectionism brings one, you feel like you always have to prove your worth. So everything that you're doing, it's like on the line for, (laughs) I don't do this perfectly. Oh, then there, I, there's another reason why I'm not lovable and I'm worthless. 
Um, so just, you don't give yourself a lot of grace or a lot of love when you're, a perf- when you're in that perfectionistic mindset, because everything has to be perfect. And you kind of drive yourself crazy, honestly, mm-hmm. because yeah. you're trying to do everything perfectly. You're trying to prove your worth by doing things. And I felt too that, okay, I, you know, maybe I have worth, but if I'm doing things really well, I can like increase my worth. So I kind of had had that that mentality. And the thing, two other things that perfectionism kind of brings in, at least in my experience, is people pleasing and comparing. So when you're in that perfectionistic mindset, feeling you have to do everything perfectly, I know I at least would start looking around and seeing all the other people around me and start comparing myself, which is never, ever useful. And when I've, since I've, you know, broken up with perfectionism, it's, I have more grace and love for myself. And then it's crazy. I like judge myself less. And then I judge others less because I'm, you know, I'm with me 24 seven. I know all my, all my problems. I know all the hot mess stuff that, you know, (laughs) is going through my mind and, and I'm able to be okay with that and be like, yeah, and that's where we're at, Audrey Pickering, and that's okay. I love you. And it's easier for me to extend that grace to those around me now that I've like given that gift to myself. I feel like when you're in that perfectionistic mindset, you're judging yourself a ton and you're judging those around you, which I used to think was a good thing. I'm like, well, it's okay that I judge people and hold them to high standards because I hold myself to a high standard. And oh, no, it's... Not not the way to live, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, also, just like how I talk to myself, very negative, just a lot of like just beating myself up. I, I joke that if beating yourself up worked, I would be a celestialized being because I beat myself up so much. And it's just all in the name of being humble and of, you know, having motivation to be better. And I'm telling you, it just it it just isn't the most effective way. Um, love is the best motivator out there. So when you have love for yourself, oh, it just, it just changes everything. And being able to have that self-love and self-acceptance is able to just stop um, so much judgment, so much just inner negative um, inner dialogue. And Yeah. So, and then with the people pleasing, I I found as a perfectionist, since I felt my perfectionism, and I believe all perfectionism is born out of just insecurity Mm. of I, my worth is based on what I do. I have to do things perfectly. If I'm flawed, I'm not lovable kind of um, mentality. And so if I'm not feeling good about myself, I'm going to look outside of me to try to get that validation and to try to feel better. And that takes a lot of time and energy when you're constantly wondering, oh, what does so-and-so think of me? Oh, do you think so-and-so thinks I'm good enough? Or, and oh, when you break up with perfectionism, you're able to just like, okay, I love me. I am amazing and I'm a hot mess. That's okay. I'm here for all of me. And what I found with per- when I was in the perfectionistic mindset, it was like a big roller coaster. Whenever I would, you know, feel like I did something well or got like a compliment from someone, it was like cloud nine. I feel so good about myself. Like I'm getting the external validation. I feel good. And then when I don't get it or I get, you know, something negative down, super low, feel terrible about myself, stuck in shame, feel like I'm such a loser and worthless and all that. Mm. And since breaking up with it, I'm like, I mean, obviously I still like it when people compliment me. And I don't think that's something we completely get rid of as human beings. I think we, we like having, having that outside validation, but it's not the big roller coaster anymore. It's just kind of you know, kind of waves. And it's like, oh yeah, that person thinks I'm great. Well, that's nice. And you just, it it doesn't, there's not so much of these highs and lows. It's just more smooth sailing because I've given 
the gift of self-love and self-acceptance to myself. Mm. And I'm not having to spend all my time looking for it in external places. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack with that. (laughs) Yes. There's a lot. Sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's, that's a great explanation. Cause I just wanted to, you know, grab all of it and kind of summarize it. Like, you know, for me and my sake, so then I internalize it basically. But it's this idea that I, I see is like at the at the core of it, perfectionism is about sort of when we attach our worth to the works that we do, like kind of, and that's where that develops that root of insecurity, as well as like, well, as human beings, we all want to be worth something. And mm-hmm. so, but then we wonder like, well, what is the standard? Because we want to do it the best. And so, we compare ourselves to look for that standard. We look at other people and we wonder, okay, where's the success or where, you know, who was the best like major or the most money and, or like the, you know, you know, hottest person that they're dating or like that are in this Mm -hmm. stage of life or just like, I don't know, even for like us in like churches, Christ Latter-day Saints, like who's the best, you know, Mormon, most so righteous, most righteous <laughs> person, you know, and and all of that, all most of it. worthy, <sighs> yeah, doing their calling the best, all those things, and so no wonder we're like we're always comparing or judging, and with that mindset of looking, that also makes sense why we then judge others, and then on the flip side, with the people pleasing, is that we also have to make sure that if part of it is how other people feel because that's kind of a work and then attached to our worth, then of Mm -hmm. course we're going to be obsessed over, you know, head over heels with making sure everyone is good with us. But then we forget to be good with ourselves. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot there. And so then you just explain like, you know, why love is really that answer because like you'll, that's, it's a hamster wheel. It's a rat race. You're always just going to be spinning so much energy dedicated to it. And while it may be bringing about, you could say good works, I've personally experienced it that you can be doing good works and feel terrible about your life. <laughs> and, and, yep. and that's, and it'll all come crashing down at some point. And that's not to say, of course, if you listening are stuck in this place or in, you know, have those modes of perfectionism, it's an okay place to be there's nothing wrong with it it's just that as i imagine audrey's going to explain like even more there's, there's such a better way like there's there's such a you know we don't really talk too much about better here on this podcast but if i had to give you a better way it would be you know breaking up and choosing love 100 percent, 100 percent, and just it's such a it's so freeing like once you get to that I mean, when you're able to have that self-love and that self-acceptance, it there's just no other way to describe it. It's freeing because you're not you have that internally and you're not looking so I mean, perfectionism, you're looking outside of yourself for that validation just so much, whether with your own works or with other people validating you and being able to develop the self-love, the self-acceptance is, oh, there's just, it's so freeing. So freeing. And I love that idea of freedom because I I think it's something, it's very much the opposite of perfectionism because that's very, you know, kind of weighed down, chained Mm -hmm. to these standards or ideals. Not that any of those things are bad, but chained down by the idea that like our worth is dependent on that. Or, you know, and when we free ourselves from that, like there's no have to in any of it, then it's just, it's, yeah, it's awesome. And so how yeah. do we get people to that point? Because I imagine a lot of people listening are like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'd love Break to Break it down. Free. Yes. Yeah. So like, what, what, is, what are those steps? Because I imagine a lot of people are like, loving myself sounds impossible right now. Or like, <laughs> or like you also, they were like, well, if I, you know. If I, you know, give up on perfectionism, then what am I going to do? Like, what, what, right? Like, what do I got yeah. to do? Well, you're going to have a lot more free time. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I know when I kind of heard, yeah, the idea of like self love, the idea of loving yourself, I'm like, okay, well, how do you even do that? Like, that, okay, that maybe sounds nice, but what, yeah, what does that even look like? 
And I think the first thing, and the first thing too, which is breaking up with perfectionism, developing greater self-love is understanding your worth. Now, I, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as well. Grew up singing, I'm a child of God. Said the young women theme, you know, they've changed it now, but you know, we are daughters of our Heavenly Father who loves us and we love Him. And I thought I understood worth, but I did not. I, you know, we, I grew up, you know, being told, you know, you're a child of God and He loves you and you have worth and all these things. And it just kind of went in one ear and out the other. I, I kind of <laughs> look back and I'm like, what did I miss? Um, but the, th- and I remember just, you know, still feeling like, okay, yeah, I'm a child of God, but I, 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 I got to keep the commandments perfectly. I have to do things perfectly for God to love me. Like there's, I still would attach so much like, no, but my worth is still tied to my works. Mm-hmm. And I finally, it made more sense. And I had a breakthrough um, when, so I, I discovered coaching with, Life coach Jody Moore, who I know you have worked with as well. Who, oh my gosh, I just love Jody so much. She's, <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Anyway, I started listening to her podcast, really resonated with what she was talking about. And she did a, like a camp, coaching camp week, um, you know, where she like just talked and did some coaching. Mm-hmm. It was like 19 bucks. And I'm like, heck, why not? I'm going to go to Jody's thing. And she gave, this analogy that just blew my mind. She had a hundred dollar bill and, you know, she showed us a $100 bill. Like, okay, this is a hundred dollar bill. It's worth a hundred dollars. And then she, you know, kind of crumpled it up and whatever. And, you know, it's like, Oh, it's still worth a hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then she put the $100 bill on the desk and she said, if this $100 bill just sits on this desk all day and does nothing is it still worth a hundred dollars and my mind was blown i was like it still is worth a hundred dollars even if it's not doing anything and you know of course in the analogy we are the you know one hundred dollar bill we have value and we have worth and i just remember being like Oh, maybe I'm not understanding my worth. Maybe I actually like, okay, maybe I don't have to do anything to prove my worth. And I remember in that, during that coaching week, she coached someone and she gave them a little homework assignment. She told them like, I want you to write down 25 things that you love about yourself. And it seems like a very small thing. I feel like it's like, oh, well, that's cute, you know, right? Things you love about yourself. I decided to take it on though. And I remember like initially like starting to do it. I'm like, is this prideful? Is this bad? But I'm like, I'm still going to do it. I, I, you know, Jody's, I love Jody. She's telling, telling these things. I'm, and I started to actually like look for things that I did love about myself. And the crazy thing about our brains is that what we tell them to look for, they will go and look for it. So I, for all these years, had been saying, telling my brain, find everything that is wrong with me and imperfect with me. And my brain kept on giving me, you know, lists upon lists. And then I started asking, like, okay, well, what do I love about myself? And my brain gave me some things. And I started noticing, oh, Like, there are things I can, like, love about myself. And it's not prideful for me to notice those and acknowledge those. So, understanding worth, like, and I still have to, there's still part of my brain that's like, oh, but if we do that thing, we're somehow better. I'm like, no, no, no. Remember, your worth is the $100 bill sitting on the desk all day. Like if you do nothing all day, Audrey, you're still your worth is still the same. And so understanding worth, I'd say is the first step to not only developing self-love but also breaking up with perfectionism. 
just because we really, um, uh, we really question and really corner that idea that I have to earn my worth. It's like, no, you actually don't. Like there is nothing that you can do to decrease or increase your worth. Like it is just set. Like you are, have that worth and there's nothing that you can do to decrease it or increase it. So I think for years I thought, well, okay, I have worth, but I can increase my worth by doing things and doing them really well. It's like, no, you actually can't. And I remember when I, you know, really internalizing this concept, I'm like, well, why should I do anything? Like if I already have worth, then why should I even go to college? Why should I even practice? Why should I even like, I don't have to prove my worth. So why? And the best reason to do anything, in my opinion, is it could be fun. It could be fun to do that thing, to see what I'm capable of, to grow, like just for fun. So when I'm setting goals and I'm doing things, instead of doing it to prove my worth, I'm like, yeah, it could be fun. Like, why not? <laughs> It'll be fun to see what I'm capable of. So yeah. understanding I worth. Yes, a hundred percent. Like the first thing basically at the core is just like, and, and it seems like once you get that down, it seems almost natural to just keep on going to whatever's next. Cause like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, me listening to this right now, I'm already like, yeah, this sounds great. Like <laughs> just like feeling good. I already know this concept. Well, one, I love that, you know, that metaphor. I never heard that where it's just like, you just letting the money lie there still is worth and that's what I like. Maybe we need to reemphasize like in church or just in general, just like, Hey, you are a child of God. Like no matter what, like, it's mm-hmm. just like this idea that like, whatever you do, like you're still this, whatever you do, your worth is still infinite. You can't subtract or add to infinity. So it's just like, well, what can we do with this time? What do we want to do? And And so I love that idea of like, you know, let's do something fun. And I have to remind myself sometimes of that, like, I think when I get presented in new situations, so like right now I've been working in a new job or just like, um, or I'm working on a new goal of like um, running this endurance event. It's really easy for my brain, like you said, to catch up with you and be like, oh, but like, this is going to make us kind of better. Or like, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to say this cool achievement thing. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of true. But also like, it's just fun. Like, it's not why we're doing it. We're not doing it to prove anything. We're doing it because, like, I want to just see what's possible for myself. It also just sounds like a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to just participate in this life. I'm alive, so I might as well do something with it. And, and so, I yeah, I really want to re- reemphasize that point that the the journey of, like, breaking up with perfectionism, I would kind of, like, assume from this is one that is always like going is always kind of perpetual. Not that obviously like there comes a point where it's, you know, it's, it's not perpetual in the sense that I'm like, Oh, I'm always working on this and I'll never get to the place where I want to be. It's perpetual in the idea that like you have a brain. (laughs) It has to be managed. It has to be managed. Yeah. And if you kind of let it roam a little bit, which is fine, just know that you're going to have to kind of rein it in a little bit. That's what brains are designed to do. Like you said, like if you don't give it something to look for, it will find something to look for. And especially Mm -hmm. when you go into newer situations and even if you've been exposed to life coaching principles, you might be like, well, what's going on? Like I used to love myself so much. And now like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're just like, well, you just need to practice a little bit more or like Mm -hmm. you just need to apply self-love in this situation and so what what are some other ways we might practice self-love because i really loved what you I, I think a lot of people do tend to think it's kind of prideful and so stepping into it might be kind of hesitant to like mm-hmm. really you know go all in or like or me people might not even understand what that would look like yeah 100 percent. no and i can relate. I was very hesitant. I'm like, oh, is this like, am I gonna like, you know, is this bad? Is this prideful? Um, but yeah, self-love, kind of some more things to consider. Um with self-love, 
I think I thought for so long that, well, I'll love myself once I, you know, get this result or I change this thing in my life. And, you know, we always want to postpone it because we're like, well, if I do it now, then maybe I won't, you know, like I won't be motivated or maybe it's prideful. But what I found that's been very helpful with self-love is that embracing that I am 50% amazing, awesome, kind, good, righteous, good desires, all that good stuff. And I am 50% a hot mess, insecure, sometimes selfish, not confident, you know, all of that. And instead of just trying to, I think a lot of the times we think of self-love as, well, I just had to ignore all of the hot mess stuff, Mm. the stuff where I'm, you know, we're working on it. It's, you know, we're human beings, we're imperfect. And I think a lot of the time we think, oh, well, if I love myself, then I I can't have any of that. Like, I just have to kind of like hide that or ignore that. It's like, no, when you love yourself, you just embrace all of it. It's like, okay, Audrey, I love you. And even just Jody Moore talks about this, where you just check in with yourself in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and you just say, hey, you, how's it going? I love you. Thanks for showing up today. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And that, that part where you dropped the ball and that, what, I, what was going on for you? Instead of going to this, you know, judgment and beating ourselves up, having curiosity and compassion for those um, hot mess moments that we have because we're, we're going to have them. We're not, we're here in mortal life and we're human beings. And instead of rejecting the hot mess part of ourselves, we just want to embrace it. Be like, yep. And that's where we're at right now. And we're working on it and it's okay. There is opposition in all things, including us. We have opposition and that's okay. And I found that first of all, just understanding that, that yeah, you're not perfect and that's okay. You do not have to be perfect to be loved. And accepting that and then that really helps with just changing the inner dialogue. So a lot of us, you know, you see on social media, I'll be like, yeah, don't tell your friends or don't, you wouldn't tell your friends, you know, the things that you tell yourself type thing, you know, basically talking about how we say things to ourselves that we would never say to, you know, our friends and people close to us. And you're like, well, yeah, but well, it's me. So I can just, you know, (laughs) talk bad on myself. It's like, no, like our relationship is the thoughts that you have about either the other person or relationship with yourself. It's the thoughts you have about yourself. And so if you are saying, uh, unkind things to yourself, just like how, if you were saying unkind things to another person, it's probably not going to help strengthen that relationship, right? You're saying those things to yourself, then it's not going to help strengthen that relationship. So I found accepting the amazing and the hot mess part of myself, and then just checking in with myself, having that inner dialogue, just being like, you know, That thing you didn't get to today? Yeah, what's that? What's that really about? Just having curiosity and compassion instead of jumping to, oh, you're so lazy. You're a loser. Why can't you get your life together? It it makes all the difference. We have curiosity and compassion. It's like, so what's going on? Doing okay today? And be like, and I love you no matter what. Always here for you. I got you. I've got your back. And I'm telling you, changing that inner dialogue, that is so much, which makes sense because it's such a key element of a relationship, including the relationship with ourselves. So true. I love that. Like for me, yeah, it's like switching the inner dialogue so that like instead of you being the one that's like a victim to the brain talking down to you, you're just like you resume what's always you know, been your place, which is just like, you're the one who gets to be in charge. You're the one who gets to own up to Mm -hmm. it. And instead of, you know, beating up on your brain, you employ love, you 
mm-hmm. talk with it. Like, as if it's like, you know, like with yourself, like I honestly, I talk to myself, like I, I do it in the mirror. Like mm-hmm. you've said mm-hmm. to help with this inner dialogue, I write down my thoughts, but it's always reminding myself that I can always be intentional with this moment. Like this mm-hmm. moment can be made yes. something. So like when I'm down or disappointed or I'm feeling like, you know, like I messed up or I shouldn't have said that thing. I just have to remind myself that like, that's okay. Like, it's okay to embrace that. Like to embrace that. Yeah. Sometimes life is going to feel like you said, kind of negative, kind of hard. <laughs> and there's nothing that's gone wrong with that. And so we just have to remind ourselves though, of those moments. Otherwise that inner dialogue then kind of gets shifted back to that mindset of I need to be doing better or I should have done better. And, and coming from that place of shame and and where our worth is in how we showed up versus the worth of like, Hey, like I'm, I'm a human being. I'm alive. I'm here. That's all the worth mm-hmm. I need. I don't have to prove myself anything. In fact, I can show up any way that I want. I desire, I desired that moment to be a little bit different. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's, that's fine. Maybe the next moment will be different. Who knows? But like what matters is that I love myself. That's, yes. the, that's, that's the core is that I'm reminding myself, Hey, like, you know, you had a bad day. I'm sorry for that, but I love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it might sound silly really in the beginning um, when you practice this for the first time, but I promise you, like I, I say it every day now because I can't go back on the way I felt, I don't know, two, three years ago mm-hmm. when where my relationship was with myself. I can't go back to that moment. Not that it was, you know, not that that, past version of me was bad in any sense because i recognize that's you know worth was exactly the same Mm -hmm. it's just i feel so much better about myself and i'm creating a life that i enjoy Uh, and it's because of that principle where you're talking about this is how you break up with perfectionism and establish love absolutely a hundred percent and it's yeah i i can definitely relate with it may seem kind of silly you know in the beginning like oh self-love changing how I talk to myself but it just try it like it really makes makes a difference and it's worth trying because there's no need to suffer so needlessly I mean I did that for years and it's funny even now sometimes where my sometimes my brain will want to go back to that you know maybe something didn't quite go like I wanted it to and it'll start to kind of go in the beating up cycle. And I'm like, wait, I haven't done this in a while. Like it almost feels kind of foreign. And I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. I, I don't miss that. That's not very fun. <laughs> You're like, oh, we don't need to do this. That's we don't need to word. do that. No, we can, we can just drop yeah. that part. It's okay. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> so, well, first off, this has been amazing. I think we're really breaking down perfectionism. And and I hope that all of you listening can go and apply this um, my last question for you, Audrey, of course, is just my question that I have for every guest really is, and it can be related to this. It can be totally unrelated. It does not matter, but it's always, what is the one thing that's changed your life that like, you know, you can't go back on and that like you wish everybody knew you wish everybody would, would, because they would apply it and their life would be just like that much better. Yeah. Um, I would say that self-love is not prideful. Loving yourself is actually the best thing that you can do for not only yourself, but for those around you. Because when you give yourself that gift, all of that time and energy that you have to spend, like trying to get that externally, you're now able to like even focus more on the people outside of you because you're not looking for that. And there's just so much confidence that that comes from that. And for years, I refused to love myself because I thought it was prideful. And it's just, it's a thought error. It's not true. Like self-love is, it's, it's what we need to do. I, it's funny. We, you know, the two great commandments where we talk about, you know, we need to love God and then we need to love our neighbor. We, we chop off the last phrase of that second commandment, love thy neighbor 
as thyself. We, I don't know why we chop it. I feel like we chop it off so much. And it's like, okay, God, neighbor, let's go. It's like, no, forgot about us. Because when you have that self-love, I'm telling you, it's easier to love those around you if you give that gift to yourself. So that would be my message is that self-love is not prideful. Please do it. I give you permission <laughs> to love yourself. <laughs> you are looking for that because it is the best thing, not only for you, but for those around you. And it is not prideful. Mic drop. I mean, mic drop. Yes. True. That's true. <laughs> More people need to know it. I believe it. It's worked for my life. I can, yeah, definitely like attest to it. So. I think that's an amazing principle and I will work on adding it more into my life. I'd say, because I, we, I mean, obviously we can always do, we so to speak a little bit more, nothing wrong with that, but it's just an awesome thing, especially yeah, when you think about other people. Cause I think that's a big deal. It's like, people are like, Oh, if I focus on myself, I won't be there for other people. When in fact it is the opposite. It really is. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's just, you just have to try it and you'll know, you'll know. So where can people find you? Cause you're amazing. Obviously people are going to be like, oh. well, I want to learn more about perfectionism. I want to break up with this. Like I want a coach who can do that with me, or I just want to follow and learn more about your journey. So tell people where people can find you. Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram. I'm at Audrey Pickering coaching. You can find me there. I also recently started a podcast. So the name of my podcast is Intentional You. I've got two whole episodes on there right now. <laughs> Whoa, let's go. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and on the podcast. Well, wow, that's awesome. So, and we're going to have all those links in the show notes, so to speak. So you can just should be able to find her. Or if you're obviously on my Instagram page, you could probably just click on a link and be able to find her. Should be really easy. Um, yeah. And are you currently taking clients? Because you're just newly certified. So I am. Bring on all the clients. Let's all break up with perfectionism. Yeah. So anyone interested in that, I'd invite, you know, go check her out. Go listen. Um, yeah. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing everything. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Caleb. This was so fun. I had a blast. Yes. I mean, that's the best part about this is that really at the end of the day, it's, it's, this isn't for, you know, helping people. It's really just for my enjoyment. I just like talking about <laughs> these principles and, <laughs> you know, it's for me at the end of the day. So, um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making this fun and I learned so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. No problem. And to all of you out there, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share it with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb, the college coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30 minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good. You are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.